Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. We have been talking about peace, the recipe for making it, and the ingredients that we need. And we are presently looking at the fifth ingredient. And that is an ingredient that helps us to handle the injustices of life. You need to see a bigger picture when life is unfair to us so that we do not lose our peace. Jesus talks about this in Matthew chapter 5. First of all, he says, if someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the left. Now that's speaking to the third ingredient. And how do you handle personal insults? Don't react, return good, and remain open. The second thing he said was, if someone sues you and takes away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. Now this is speaking to the fourth ingredient of how do we handle material loss or when we're threatened with financial setback. Well, we need to see that spiritual riches are more valuable than natural riches. And as a result, we're able to give our cloak as well and trust God for our provision. And this third thing that Jesus says, and whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Now, this speaks to the ingredient we're talking about right here. What do you do in the face of unfairness when someone's making you do something that you don't feel you need to? When someone compels you to go a mile. Well, this scripture just simply says, go with them too. So how do we handle the unfairness of life? Go the extra mile. See that this is what we are called to. One day Jesus was walking with his disciples and he heard them murmuring and arguing. And it says in Mark 9 and verse 33, And when he was in the house, he asked them, What was it that you disputed among yourselves on the road? Now, you have to know when Jesus asks a question, he knows the answer to it. But he's trying to make a point here. He knew what they were arguing about, but he asked them, what what, what were you talking about there on the road? And it says in verse 34, they kept silent. For on the road they had disputed among themselves who would be the greatest. So when they don't say anything to him, Jesus calls them all to him. So sit down, guys. I want to talk to you here. Now, I imagine these disciples are thinking, we're going to get a lecture on not desiring to be great. I mean, this is something that Jesus doesn't like, us desiring to be great. But you notice, Jesus doesn't say anything about this at all. He doesn't tell them that they shouldn't want to be great. He says in verse 35, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. He doesn't tell them, not to want to be great. He just tells them how to be great. He says that being great in the kingdom of God is different than being great in the world. Now, this is a mindset and an understanding that we need to have if we're going to maintain our peace. I mean, we have been talking over these last number of days and weeks about all the different kinds of attitudes we need to have if we're going to maintain our peace. And this is one of the most important ones. We lose our peace when we feel other people are taking advantage of us. 
we feel like we're being put down and belittled. But the teaching of Jesus is just the opposite. He says when you are being put down and when you are serving other people and you do that willingly and they compel you to go a mile, but you go with them two miles, that actually you are the greatest in the kingdom of God. He tells the disciples at another time in Matthew 23, And he who is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. We need to have our minds renewed in this. We need to see the mission that God has given us on this earth. He told his disciples in Matthew 5 and verse 14, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I mean, God wants us to shine in dark situations. He wants us to show our mettle. He wants us to show the difference. Jesus came as a servant. He came to lay down his life for the world. He was not afraid to serve. And if we're going to follow in Christ's footsteps, we need to see that this is the very mission that we have. So rather than thinking, why do I have to do all the work? Why am I called on the most? How come I get all the dirty jobs? Rather than looking at this as a negative, we need to see that this is the very nature of being a servant. It's the servant who brings the food. It's the servant who cleans up after. Why should I react to this? Here is the very potential and opportunity for me to fulfill my mission, please God, and become great in the kingdom of heaven. Why is it that the very things that we are called to do are the very things that we lose our peace over, are the very things that we reject and we push away? If we could only see this with new eyes, that we move into every situation looking for opportunities to be the servant, I tell you, then you will not lose your peace when you're asked to do something. You won't take it as an imposition, but you'll see it as an opportunity to be the very thing that God has called us to be. Now this goes against our natural thinking. Romans 8 and verse 7 says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. I don't believe that you can take on this role of a servant unless we have the heart and mind and Spirit of Christ within us, because this is so contrary to our natural thinking. That's why Romans 12 and verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God has a plan and purpose for each one of us. Don't lose your peace over the very things that will cause you to be great in the kingdom of God. Have your mind renewed. Think differently. Now here's the amazing thing that happens as we read earlier in Matthew 23 and verse 12. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. I am amazed at how those people who have the most servant attitude that's always willing to help, always lending a helping hand, 
how these very people rise in the estimation of others and how actually they come into positions of leadership and responsibility, not because they pushed and they scrambled for it, but rather because they served and in their humility, they are exalted and lifted up. This is why Jesus said that the meek will inherit the earth. I tell you, this is a principle of God's word. It is time proven and it will be effective in the life of anyone who embraces it. We need to see ourselves like soldiers, ones that are sent forth with a mission. We shouldn't go through life thinking that it owes us something and that we should just have the most easy and comfortable life imaginable. That's not what it's all about. We are called to be soldiers. I mean, there's a mission. And when you understand the mission, it all makes sense. What soldier would be worth his salt if his conditions on being a soldier were, well, okay, I want to be in the army, but I don't want anybody to tell me what I have to do. I don't like submitting to authority. And I don't want to get my uniform dirty. I want to have an hour's nap in the afternoon. And I want to make sure that I have a good eight-hour sleep every night. And one more thing. I certainly don't want to get shot at. Don't get any idea about sending me out on some kind of mission. I just want to stay in the camp, polish my gun, and get three good meals a day. What soldier would be of any benefit if that was the attitude? If that was the attitude, we'd say, why do you want to be a soldier? You don't have any idea what being a soldier is. You can't think that way and be a soldier. Sadly, sadly, so many Christians who are soldiers in the army of God, these are the attitudes they have. And we lose our peace immediately the moment that we are challenged with our mission. Oh, we need to think differently. What would happen if God's people ever became the army of soldiers, not to impose things on other people, but to go forth and be an army of servants? to go forth and make the lives of other people better. This is the calling. This is the mission that God has for every one of us. And those who fulfill that mission are great in the kingdom of God. Jesus really punctuates this in Luke chapter 17. He's teaching and he gives this parable. He says, In which of you, having a servant plowing or tending sheep, will say to him when he has come in from the field, Come at once, sit down to eat. But will he not rather say to him, Prepare something for my supper, and gird yourself and serve me, till I have eaten and drunk, and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. Jesus said, I think not. This is not the way I think. This is not the attitude of the kingdom of God. A servant doesn't even begin to think this way. He doesn't compare himself with others. He just realizes this is what it is to be a servant. Jesus goes on in verse 10, So likewise you. Jesus is saying here, The principles I'm telling you here are applicable in your life. So likewise you. When you have done all these things which you are commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. This is no big deal. This is not something that should be out of the ordinary. 
This is just the normal attitude and thinking of a servant. And we as Christians should not think that this is something extraordinary. This is just the way that we should conduct ourselves. These are difficult words. That's why so many do not achieve greatness. We need our thinking changed. Philippians chapter 2 says, Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. This is the example of Jesus, and this is the mission that we're called to. Those who are great in the kingdom of God will understand this and act upon it. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children and youth and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.